You're listening to G4D, Grounds for Discussion, a weekly music podcast hosted by your two most caffeinated hosts, Adam and John. So sit back, relax, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and enjoy the following episode. Coffee shop, a whole rose, coffee shop. Drinking coffee shop, a whole rose based in somewhere in Florida. I don't know where in Florida this is. Montreve. Cool Montrevedre? Is that how you Ma- say that? Isn't that Monteverde? In Monteverde. There we go. Monte- yeah, usually I'm the one that has trouble pronouncing names. Ugh, well, we're getting flip flopped here on a G4D, aka Grounds. For discussion. discussion, it's Adam and John here once again. On a take two, take two, and <laughs> click. <laughs> you peaked there. <laughs> I peaked there. Oh Lord, I'm so sorry for all that uh, peakness. There we go. Well, John, how are you doing? I am doing great. This coffee is delicious. It sure is. It's hazelnut. Hazelnut cream. It's got uh, Jared Leto's uh, latest interpretation of the Joker on the cover here. Oh, jeez. <laughs> coffee Shop of Horrors. What, what a brilliant name I for a coffee it. place. I really enjoy that. And this is called The Nut House. Ooh, edgy. Yeah, I got a, like a little Mad Hatter, Tim Burton Mad Hatter. Yeah, like every Tim Burton uh, character created slapped on there. But I love it. And it's really good and tasty. And Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all, all our coffee, their coffees are grade one, fair trade, and certified organic. That's what I like to hear. Yeah, way to go. Yeah, no, this is this is quite mm. scrumptious. Usually, I'm not a hazelnut guy, yeah, but I enjoy it in this coffee. It's been a while since I've had like a dedicated like hazelnut something, you know, like a blend. Mm-hmm. So this is that's a nice little change. Yeah, no, this is this is good, even though. I'm quite shocked to see that this is not whole bean and it's grinded. And we we got workarounds for it. Workarounds. Okay. Yeah. All right. We, we use the the drip Slippery machine. Slippery slope here, Adam. <laughs> Slippery slope. Had you not known it was already pre-ground, would you have known drinking coffee? There are times where I can't tell. Mm. Definitely can. Interesting. And I don't know if it's just because of how you make it, but there are certain blends that we both have where I'll taste a difference. Hmm. I will. Look it's just you. a little bit more crisp. I feel like this one has a heavier mouth feel to it. And I think that's just because it's super fine. I kind of did like a, you know, like a drip thing. Okay. Yeah. I was, I was about to say, I definitely feel it. Like it's definitely a, I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> it's coffee. It's great. We love it. <laughs> it's it's going to kick in soon. I promise. It's definitely full of flavor is the best way to put it. Beautiful. Good, good stuff, sir. So we're back with another episode. This week we will be doing a coffee chat cafe. Yeah. It's no review. Just kind of talking about all the fun all things the f- that have been going on in all the world. All the exciting uh, personal developments and music and the betterment of society, really had quite a few things going on lately uh you know th- there was recently a super bowl you know or is like all the people who don't like sports like to call it superb owl or what, what are some of the other lame jokes that people say every year sports ball sports ball 
<laughs> go sports, go team. Every time I hear those kind of jokes on social media. What or, kind of chili are we having tonight? It's <laughs> a good one. Yeah. It's just, it's just, I groan every time I hear one of those kind of jokes. Every single time. Just gotten really old by now. Yeah. I, I did not watch the Super Bowl. See, I watched I watched the halftime show. I, I think the typical uh, position of a Super Bowl fan starts off, you watch the game, and then there's some people who are like, oh, I watch it only for the commercials. And then yeah, I used to be one of those guys, and then eventually turned into, you know, I have just as much enjoyment not watching it as I did watching it. So, click. <laughs> See, this is what I like about you, sir. If you don't like something, you just don't watch it. Yeah. I, Crazy concept. I was very curious about the uh, the weekend show, though. Mm. On a on a Sunday. As was I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weekend show on a Sunday. Yeah. So, uh, congratulations to the weekend for playing the Super Bowl and officially becoming a huge meme. Yeah. Uh, the he had quite a setup this year. He had like a giant like it almost felt like a like an orchestra of uh, Daft Punk clones kind of just uh, dancing with their eyes and stuff and then eventually made it to uh, the fun house, you know, the Hall of Mirrors running around, kind of uh, lost at Ikea, if you will. Or uh... Honestly, that when he was walking around, lo- looking around everywhere, that's that's me on record store day. <laughs> I got my list in my hand. And I'm like, wait, where's the, where's the record that I want? That's me before I drink my coffees in the morning, trying <laughs> to find which one I want. <laughs> which one? Which one? You're not exaggerating because you really do have quite a few options. I feel like every time I come here, you have a new option. I try to keep it fresh. Got to keep it sweet. Yeah. Yeah. You got to do it for the podcast. That's right. But yeah, um, I, I think the weekend did good. I don't really have any complaints per se about it. I don't know. I just, it still leaves a bad taste in my mouth that we're still in the pandemic and, you know, all these people are there, you know, risking their lives to perform and, you know. I did not enjoy that aspect of it per se, but it was smart that they, you know, gave at least everyone masks. So I think that kind of worked. They were jock straps, pretty much. Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I I thought it was solid. I don't I don't really have any complaints for it as far as Super Bowl halftime shows go. At least the artist was singing at points. Yeah, very true. He you know was very genuine in that regard. I'm honestly shocked he didn't bring out someone. Mm-hmm. And I think if we weren't in a in a pandemic, he probably would have brought out like a Daft Punk. Yeah, or um, that would have oh god, that would have been awesome. I was really thinking that Daft Punk was going to come out at some point. I was thinking like Ariana Grande or like another like like female singer rapper yeah, that yeah. he's worked with, mm-hmm. kind of maybe popping up just to do like a duet or something, keep it interesting. But yeah, uh, yeah, I, I didn't realize like really because the, the, I think a couple of weeks beforehand he put out a greatest hits album. And mm-hmm. I didn't realize, you know, how long The weekend's been around for. Yeah, he's definitely been around for quite a long time. He he started out pretty underground. That's when I first heard about him. I can't remember the track name. It's 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 What She Wants, I think it's called. Hmm. He's got a really great beat on it. And I know he's never going to do this again because he's just gotten so huge by this point. I would love to see him kind of go back to basics and kind of have that same kind of like kind of late night underground minimal production vibe that he had when he was first starting out yeah but i mean that's that's not gonna happen at this point you never know i feel like 
you know, with his latest album, it was pretty, you know, 80s inspired, kind of back to that dance-ish kind of, you know, stuff. And I, and so. I really enjoyed his recent album. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. I liked it too. I had a good, good time with it. I, I really mean, like Blinding Lights. That's a fun song. Yeah. That's a good single. The songs really work well into each other. Like, I thought maybe it would be one of those kind of albums where like, ah, you know, maybe I'll just like the singles. But I ended up enjoying it from beginning to end. Yeah. It's just interesting. Just, I guess, you know, we haven't had concerts in a while, you know, and we haven't had really live music. Or, you know, if we have, it's, you know, local Joe Schmo or some unknown band that had, like, a hit maybe years ago. But, like, a big name like The Weeknd, you know, and he's performing. And I just remember, too, like, the MTV Music Awards. Those were all done under quarantine as well. And, you know, he played, and he, he was very subtle, just very, hey, I, I thank you for the award, Black Lives Matter, and he walked off, you know. I feel like with all that happened with Black Lives Matter, it's like, why would he agree to play the Super Bowl and just like, you know, with all mm-hmm. that controversy and stuff. So I'm glad he did it. And, you know, he did great at it. But, you know, it's it's just interesting to to see which artists are getting like these big national airplays and stuff and mm-hmm. in a time with no live music, you know. As far as the presentation, I thought that's what I was most impressed with. So One Out Tricks Point Never was actually the director of the performance which you know he's also did some of the um the instrumentals for his recent album and you know the weekend also showed up on one oh tricks point never's recent album too as well so it was cool to still have that connection there yeah you know that connection that really kind of started with uncut gems mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's watching it i did i did appreciate that like it kept me on my toes i know that whole section of him with like the mirrors and everything like that has been made into a meme but i thought that was genuinely cool where it's like hey you know we're gonna get kind of personal here he's gonna be controlling the camera no audience like yeah i i feel like sometimes like i feel like the weekend has tried to make a character out of like this album of himself because he's wearing the same outfit that he did on mtv too and he's got like you know the makeup with the scars and stuff so i feel like he's trying to develop like this character to like incorporate in his album but like not enough people have heard it so you don't know kind of what the story is so like why would he be lost in the mirrors and like why are these people with these things you know like i feel like he's trying to tell some kind of narrative but it's not coming through which i think could explain why people thought it was kind of like weird and what's the whole point of this kind of thing i like weird no I, no i mean I, i'm 100 percent in agreeing I, i'd rather have something weird than like you know normal but i'm saying like people didn't react to it very well because it's just like what's he doing what um, you know yeah i mean it's it's all over the place but i much rather have a performance like that than one that just kind of plays it safe mm-hmm. or gives us a you know just hey we're just gonna play our songs on the stage or like oh here's a guest performance and oh we weren't expecting them and oh here's pyrotechnics like this really relied on being theatrical mm-hmm. is the best word that I'm looking for. And I think that's what I appreciated about it. Look, nothing's beating Prince. No, nothing <laughs> right. will ever be Prince. So, you know, that's very, very high standard to live up to. But as far as like this performance went, I was pleasantly surprised how much I enjoyed it. Well, speaking of uh, uh, performances that you enjoyed, some people did not enjoy uh, Phoebe Bridgers on uh SNL this past weekend. Good lord, people. Yeah, so after her second performance. So I I think I want to preface it by saying like, you know, Phoebe Bridgers, you know, started 
pretty much in the indie scene, you know, and she's made a name for herself. You know, she's grown in popularity immensely, like on Twitter, you know, just starting, you know, recording on her own, working at Connor Oberst on that, uh, what was that album that they did together? Yeah, great album. We really enjoyed that quite a bit. Yeah, but like she's done so much and like she's worked so hard to get where she's at. She's nominated for a Grammy this year. Mm -hmm. I hope she wins because that would be awesome. And it's just like empowering to see someone like her rise and, you know, she played on SNL. Like, that's awesome. Her recent album was fantastic. I know we didn't get a chance to review it on the show. Yeah. But I really enjoyed that. Oh, album. all her work is great. Um, With Boy Genius, too, her side project with... Yeah, um, that's right. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm forgetting I, all I know names. you're talking about. I'm like, but yeah, right but now she's too. like, she's great. Like, and just the fact that people are complaining. So for those of you who didn't see, she played one of her songs from her latest album. And at the end, she took her guitar and smashed it over an amp and it was over dramatic and it shot sparks on it. It was cool. You know, like whatever. She broke yeah. her guitar. The song is about the end of the world. Yeah. She's playing in front of a massive audience on SNL. Like, it's like, who cares? It's so, all showmanship. Yeah. It, 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 it's called Saturday Night Live. It's a, a variety, occasionally funny show, you know, like. Yeah, if it's you're gonna go big, go big. Yeah, like, and uh, the boy did uh, Twitter and the internet complained when she did that. Oh boy, oh, did they no. ever! She broke a guitar. It was worth so much money. Oh, it was not classy. Like, talk ugh. about a nothing controversy, right? Who cares? Like, there's always been this history of like women who play SNL and just get like completely berated for no reason like Sinead O'Connor when that happened Ashley Simpson when she played like Lana Del Rey too I think as well yeah like you know and you know male artists on the other side have come on and done questionable things you know Chili Peppers not saying this bad or anything but you know they were drugged up when they played and you know they made a fool of themselves on TV per se and you know who else System of a Down they said the F word like, yeah that's pretty right. loud and then there you know like and these artists don't get slack for it, but, uh, oh, Phoebe Bridgers breaks her guitar. Like, yeah, I don't know why there were so many people that were so upset by this. And it just, it it's really just not warranted. Yeah, I, like, I understand that we've all been kind of inside for a while. We've been dealing with a lot with COVID. You know, people lost their jobs. They've lost people. Like, there's just a lot of pent-up aggression, anger, yeah, sadness. All that kind of stuff. And a lot of people take it out sometimes on the internet. I'm fully aware of that. But this is just, for me, I was just flabbergasted at to the extent that it went. You just had people that were going online and like just responding to every article, every person that was tweeting about it. Just like saying like, yeah, she shouldn't have done that. Yeah, myself included. <laughs> I came out in support and like two random people attacked me on it. I'm like, what? Like, who cares, dude? Like... It's SNL, like it's not like Woodstock, like it's a great show, and you know, and it, it has this long legacy of it. Like, who cares if what she did? Like, it was fine. I was fine with it. I, I I don't get why people were so upset about it. I think the only argument that I could understand is if you are a musician yourself, you just don't ever like seeing any kind of, um, like any guitars or any other kind of musical equipment being being ruined. Oh yeah, but that's totally. about the extent of it. Because if it, once it goes beyond that, it turns into these guys going out there saying like, well, she has no talent and she just sounds like a Nirvana ripoff. Like I will one, never understand. Every band is a ripoff of another band yes. in some way or style. Yes. So like the, you, you, you can't equate it to that. And that. That's such a lazy argument. You're not a fan of her music. Cool. 
you don't think she should have smashed the guitar whatever like but it, the second you say to me that oh this artist isn't talented you better have like either some really strong reason behind that or if you are in a band yourself or play music yourself your music better be amazing yeah like yeah I, I don't understand the logic behind it. And her late, or, or I think she's sponsored by Dan Electro, and they were on it too, you know? Like, they gave her a guitar that she could trash on TV. The speaker she hit was fake. Like, yeah. it just adds to the, the, you know, going back to the weekend. There's a story. There's an element, you know? It's a performance. That's what she's doing. She performs. She's not only a great songwriter, but she performs well too. And just the fact that people like, you know, David Crosby are like, Oh no, she can't do that. Like, I think she. I think he said someone had asked him oh, what he like, thought of it, and he said pathetic. pathetic. Yeah, which, like I said, off oh. mic, I don't even know if that's really him or he has some kind of ghostwriter because sometimes these famous celebrities do. Yeah, I, th- I think it's him. But she, you know, she, she responded with the best comment. Yeah, she called him a little b-word. That was good. <laughs> I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm sorry, David Crosby. Come on, man. Like, just just drop it there's yeah. no reason i guess he's been like this. i guess he's been like an advocate of people not smashing their guitars or something but i don't but know. who cares yeah it's who not cares? your guitar man yeah you know. like like that's the thing like if it's not your thing that's that's totally cool but people aren't treating it like that they're treating like she had went up there and like murdered an animal <laughs> like it, how how do people take something like that and blow it so far out of proportion? She smashed the guitar. It was planned. Same thing with the speaker. Yep. So what? what is the problem? This is That's why for me, it's just like, there's got, no reason for you to be upset. If there's anything you should complain about SNL, it's the jokes. <laughs> it's it's just, uh, it's unbelievable. And, I agree. And, and, the, and these people try and rationalize it. You know, the people that, that were against her smashing her guitar by saying, like, I don't like what any musician does it. Fine. But... Yeah, but you have to see the, the gender bias here. Like, if she was not a woman, like, no one would complain or bat two eyes about it. And they'd yeah. be like, oh, look at him breaking his guitar. Like, but... Yeah. I, th- th- there are some women that I follow who, you know, stuck up for Phoebe Bridgers. And they had these guys going in their comments telling her to shut the, you know, what up. Like, and saying all these other nasty things yeah, to them. Yeah, they can't even play an F chord properly. Come on, bro. Yeah. It's like, if you're going to come out, if you're going to be against it, your argument can't turn into something personal. Because then yeah. your argument is completely invalid, in my opinion. Like, you, you know, don't tell somebody to shut up just because you don't agree with them. I get it. It's the internet and it's Twitter and a lot of people just feel safe behind the facade of their accounts. But, man... these people want to say something like so outlandish to somebody else and then get all defensive. Like you, you do realize what you said, right? You just completely made everything you said completely invalid. Mm -hmm. So Phoebe Bridgers, we love you. We love your music. Keep smashing guitars. Keep on smashing guitars. Cause I, cause I just love seeing these people get upset. Oh yeah. (laughs) I'm like, it's like, I'm like eating popcorn as I watch this unfold. Yeah. You, you and me both, man. Mm. So I know we're going to kind of wrap up a little bit here soon. Yeah. Uh, Got to talk about one more controversy. One uh, more. <laughs> uh, the boss, a.k.a. Bruce Springsteen. Oh, man. Did a uh, Super Bowl ad, apparently, that I did not watch. I didn't watch the Super Bowl. Um, but he did a Jeep ad, 
and uh oh boy um <laughs> uh, pretty much the consensus was it's opposite of everything he's sung about for years and funny enough uh it was just announced today that apparently the boss was arrested on a dui charge in was it dui or dwi dui i think because i guess he was riding his motorcycle in jersey and he came across some people or something right and they yeah. offered and then he took a photo with them and they offered him a tequila shot and he said sure why not and he took it and he drove off and he got pulled over immediately after you're right dwi dwi yeah. mm-hmm. dui yeah dui or dwi DWI. DWI. Driving while intoxicated. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then driving under the influence. Yeah. And what's and, the difference? And and this was back in November when he yes. Was... And it just got released today. And um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It, so... And it seems like he didn't blow over. Like he was still in the like the range, right? Like he wasn't like registered drunk, right? No. 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 So. You know, like, and there's still a lot of information that's coming out. So, like you said, he, he had some fans ask him to stop. Yeah, this isn't by, by no means do we need this to be a TMZ kind of. Uh, you no. heard it here, folks. This is just us talking about it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I want to clar- clarify that we're not, you know, yeah, condoning any of this. We're just saying what's happening here. Yeah, he had one shot of tequila. Yeah, that was it. So he was like point zero two, um, like, which yeah. Isn't, which isn't the I think limit. four, right? It's point I think it's point zero eight, which is the limit. So he was his he was only a quarter of the legal limit. So his blood alcohol was reportedly only a quarter of the legal limit. Oh, okay. So hmm. well, yeah. it's interesting. I, I read something on uh, the wonderful world of Twitter that uh, I, I maybe he did this Jeep commercial on purpose <laughs> to tarnish the uh, reputation of Jeep. Well. I could believe it because quite honestly, like the, the whole Jeep commercial is filled with stock footage where he's not there. Mm-hmm. Like sure. He's driving it at some points, but come on. Technology at this point is so good that it could all be fake. Oh yeah, be, totally. You know, computer CG, whatnot. It's, it's one of those kind of commercials that I think you're absolutely right. It came out at this point to try and bury this news, but then TMZ put it out anyway, mm-hmm. even though this happened now what four months ago because it happened in november yeah so yeah i feel like the jeep thing was an attempt to bury it but i feel like the jeep commercial is just such an awkward commercial because he's like talking about like america needs to meet in the middle again like Mm. just i it's it's nice it's like to think it's like we could do that but it's not gonna happen it's like he's appealing to the people who are bruce springsteen fans for the wrong reasons yes who don't realize what born in the usa is actually about you know (laughs) that's that's the kind of uh ad he made but i i don't know that that theory of you know he has a dwi now it's like oh i don't want to buy a car from someone who's sponsored by you know who is degenerate so but then again, Bruce Springsteen bringing down an American company doesn't seem very uh, Bruce Springsteen-like. But maybe it does. I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah. Kyle, I mean, if you're listening, what do you think? Yeah, we definitely need to get Kyle's opinion on this. He would even have an opinion about Phoebe Bridgers. He's also a big fan of her, too. Well, that's good. Yeah. No, it just it feels this whole thing is just very odd. And I felt like the commercial was just it was the equivalent of that commercial that Clint Eastwood did. I don't know what, 10 years back 
Where yeah, but, so we need but, to get together again, America. Oh, but Clint Eastwood's been a piece of work for years, you know. At least Bruce Springsteen we has built a, this country with our hands. Our hands and yeah. slaves. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> this is a chair. <laughs> I will talk to this chair. It might be president one day. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those things where, you know, I just I'm sure it will kind of all blow over over time because he's just he's Look, so Br- beloved. He's gonna he's gonna donate money to like Mothers Against Drunk Driving or some kind of ethical company that you know counteracts that. You know, whatever he's gonna do the right thing. I, I trust him to do the right thing. Yeah, yeah. I I just think. But also, <laughs> damn, who has the gall to yes. arrest Bruce Springsteen? What the heck? Like, like that cop either like had a vendetta. He wanted to be the guy and be like, "I arrested Bruce Springsteen. I'm king of Jersey." Like, <laughs> you took it right out of my mouth, sir. <laughs> oh my god! Could you imagine? That'd be like me arresting like David Lynch for like, I don't for jaywalking for jaywalking. <laughs> Mr. Lynch, you're gonna have to come with me. Listen here, Sonny. I've been walking on these two feet of mine for 75 years. Now let me go in peace so I can get my coffee and donuts. <laughs> yeah, it's it's such an odd situation, and it's so odd that it's coming out now, and it's especially even odder by the fact that it's coming out after that Jeep commercial. That's exactly why it came out now. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly why it came out right now. And that Jeep commercial is just, I don't know, it's not what I wanted to hear. Because for me, there there, there is no middle. I think that's just established now. Uh, yeah. That's, that's being very optimistic about the state of America right now. I'm sorry. And I know that sounds very, very pessimistic. I, hey, man, welcome to but, my life. <laughs> well, it's just, it's easy for a celebrity to say that is what it comes down to. Yeah. And, you know, whenever anybody says, like, celebrities are out of touch, they point to things like this. No offense, Bruce Springsteen. You know, I've really become a big fan of yours over the years, but I don't, I don't need to hear from you, like, we need to get together again. This country is built on the backbone of hard workers. I just think the problem is, like, it, it, all these things make it seem like it's our fault, and it's not our fault. You know, like it's, oh, it's our fault there's still a virus here, blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's not our fault. We have the resources to accurately handle this thing and no one's doing it. Like, that's the frustration. And the people who need to get the action rolling don't believe it's real or are siding with lunatics. Like, there's no middle ground. I completely agree with you. And and, and I think, and this will probably be my final thought here. I think the other thing is, too, is that whenever I see a commercial like this, it's like a gag from 30 Rock where it's like it's got this whole emotional <laughs> You know, just like topical speech filled with Americana images, you know, American flag, you know, front porch, you know, somebody working with their hands. And then it's like, we see Bruce Springsteen in a car, drives off, Jeep. That's definitely a uh, a Jack Donaghy uh, commercial pitch right there. Yeah. Lemon, I want you to get Springsteen on the line. He will do a commercial for Jeep. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're barely going to mention the product. Yeah, right. We're going to have this whole just well-written, but just, you know, trying to appease the masses speech. Mm-hmm. And then Jeep. Jeep. 
America thinks it's cheap. Just <laughs> that's always a fun game of uh, guess what this brand is. Guess what this commercial is trying to advertise here. <laughs> yeah, right. Like <laughs> the answer may shock you. <laughs> like not once did I think after watching that, like uh, you know what, I need to drive a jeep now. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> uh, wow. Well, this has been a fun discussion, though. I I always enjoy doing Coffee Chat Cafe with you, buddy. It's good talking about uh, music controversies. It's fun. Controversies. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Hey, hey, it's okay. Yeah, I, I I will blame the coffee there because, quite honestly, it's hitting me pretty hard. I mean, it is. It's called the Nut House for a reason. So. Uh, well, I feel like I'm gonna belong in a Nut House if this uh, caffeine keeps on racking up. I do a great impression of me trapped in a nut. Oh, I'm trapped in a nut. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh, austin powers <laughs> i just realized you know the nut house there's a, a crazy guy right yeah there's a hazelnut and also coffee nut mm-hmm. oh, yeah. i guess yeah mm-hmm. that was a stretch yeah. yeah yeah but i but you know what i, I tr- appreciate your effort hey a for effort <laughs> and also g4dpodcast.com is a website you can go to and find out more about our podcast and what we do here. Give us music suggestions, rate us on iTunes, all that fun stuff. Give us five stars. We're on Spotify, Google, Apple Music, all the podcasting fun stuff. We'd love to hear from you. You got any music recommendations? Send them our way. Amen. This has been another episode of G4D, a.k.a. Grounds. For discussion. discussion. And Cheers. oh, no, I smashed my guitar. Oh, no. oh. On Twitter about it all day. Ah. Caffeine induced antics on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the username G4D underscore podcast. Drop us a line at G4D podcast at gmail.com if you have any music suggestions, general questions, or business inquiries. You can find our podcast on iTunes, and John and I would super appreciate if you rated and subscribed to our show. May your cup and heart always be full of coffee, good music, and cliche motivational ending sentences. Thanks.